Hi, I'm Alan Bresnik, Light Reading Cable Video Practice Leader. I'm here with Jeff Baumgartner, uh, Senior Editor at Light Reading, covering uh, cable, video, broadband, and everything else. Uh, we're going to talk about yesterday's, Tuesday's, Cable Next Gen Business Services Conference, which we did digitally for the first time, even though it's our 14th year of doing this conference. Uh, lots of takeaways from the conference, Jeff. Uh, where should we start? Well, I thought, um, you know, I thought you had a pretty good snapshot at the beginning, just kind of saying where the market is, right? So generally, you said, okay, well, cable business services in general is kind of the rate of growth is slow just because the number right. is a lot bigger. So uh, naturally, even though you're growing, uh, the rate of growth is going to slow. But in 2020, obviously, with the pandemic, that's... Uh, created some issues <laughs> for, <laughs> for, uh, for all service providers uh, providing business services. So what, I mean, what was the story? You, know, you kind of talked about some numbers, but generally what's going on on the cable side? Okay, yeah, there were a lot of numbers yesterday. I started off by showing some MSO numbers through the second quarter, and it's clear that um, in the second quarter, uh, cable operators pretty much their business services Revenues either came in flat or a little bit up or a little bit down from the first quarter, uh, still up probably from a year ago, but the rate of growth has definitely slowed to come to almost a standstill once, <coughs> excuse me, once the pandemic hit in March. Um, so the, the big question is what happens after Q2? Um, I was projecting that their numbers will pretty much stay the same in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. They won't go up, they won't go down. Um, but then we heard a lot of other numbers throughout the day from uh, a couple analysts, a couple of cable operators. So we had a lot of numbers to play around with yesterday. Um, Bob Victor from Comcast presented some numbers showing that, uh, or some statements from some of the other cable operators showing that Q3 is actually going to come in higher than ex originally expected, higher than feared. Um, that there actually will be some growth for uh, the big operators in Q3 uh, before they, the projections had been that they would be flat or that they might even see revenues go down in Q3. Um, well, I heard what was, yeah, what I thought was interesting with um, Bob's talk too was, okay, despite, you know, kind of the, the, uh, the challenges faced, you know, just in the, by the general segment, but it kind of opened up some opportunities to develop and kind of accelerate the development of some new initiatives, some new products. Um, right. And I thought, and you talked a little bit about uh, like an SD-WAN product kind of tailored for the home because right. it's work from home and, and the home kind of becomes a node on the corporate network, you know, the right. need for it. So it sounds like they're, they've really ramped that up a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like uh, they're all starting to work on work-from-home products. I mean, you've reported on Comcast and Cox both came out with remote, remote work-from-home products in the, in the past few months. Altiste is working on one. Um, it sounds like uh, Spectrum is working on one as well. So um, I think it's going to become the norm, that it's going to become a standard practice for all these operators to have remote work-from-home products and to bring their residential networks up to at least higher quality, if not all the way up to where enterprise networks are. Yeah, it seems like the, the you know, even if, if things, as they do open up eventually, mm -hmm. you know, kind of this new normal that everyone likes to talk about is going right. to be uh, more of a hybrid environment, mm -hmm. you know, maybe not 100% uh, 
in the office, not 100% at home, but definitely, you know, eventually moving toward kind of a mix. So for right. the kids who are at home, yeah, and suddenly, uh, you know, they're going to need to be able to support that environment from a, right. uh, a longer term perspective, whether you're, you know, a cable operator or the business. Right. Yeah, we, we kept hearing the word hybrid a lot yesterday, especially mm -hmm. when we asked people about what they think is going to be the new normal a year from now. And they all said it's not going to go back to the way it was. It won't be the way it is now, but it will be some kind of hybrid, some kind of mix of some people back in the office, at least part of the time, and a lot of people still working at home. Um, yeah, we heard, we heard the word hybrid a lot yesterday in terms of what the new normal will be. The other word we heard a lot yesterday was resiliency that the mm -hmm. business market has been more resilient than a lot of people feared, a lot of people expected. Uh, that not as many businesses have gone out of business as originally projected. Uh, the, uh, even small businesses are, are hanging in there, hanging on, partly from because of the federal government stimulus package and partly just a sheer grit at this point, I mm -hmm. think. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I was listening to Matt Davis, and uh, yeah, he did bring up, at least the SMB segment kind of being maybe a little more resilient than expected. But then he also talked about this uh, uh, survey um, with, with like an independent, uh, with independent, uh, I think it was the national, it was the national federation of independent business and right. poll and said like, you know, 20% of them still indicated that they're like in real, real trouble. So, mm -hmm. you know, they've been coping well, but, um, you know, I said, Hey, you know, this is going to be a rocky road for, for a lot of these. Um, uh, now how about on the enterprise side, what was the, uh, the perspective on that? I think they, they kind of weathered it a little bit better. Yeah. The, the use the word of resilience again there too. Uh, Brian Washburn, who's an on the air, um, analyst was talking about that, that the enterprise segment seems to have held up. Okay. Um, and just move to some uh, more to remote working from home products, uh, right. services. Um, we talked to Satya Parimi about that. And he said that, of course, that he said the Spectrum Enterprise is doing okay that way as well, that they're holding up with their enterprise customers, that they're moving a lot more to a lot more quickly than they were before to manage services. So they uh, they plan to roll out a bunch of new managed services later this year and, and into 2021. Right. And kind of going back to what Brian said, I mean, I think uh, uh, in addition to resilience, he kind of brought it up the idea that there's a lot of uh, a lot of what's going on has kind of been fairly chaotic in terms of how everyone's responding, you know, right. on the enterprise side. And I think he was talking about some uh, uh, some research, some post-COVID survey work, anyway, where like half. Other companies have been accelerating some new products um, and in some of their digital priorities, a smaller percentage were uh, not doing anything new. And then others were kind of reprioritizing to kind of figure out the direction they need to go and whether right. to delay or cancel projects. <laughs> so a lot of, <laughs> there's no uh, uniform situation here. And I, and I think that reflects that we're talking about you know, the same thing, this uh, chaotic situation is is also applied by the vertical. You know, one, one vertical, you know, is really getting hammered more than than others that are being supported right. by service providers that are uh, delivering enterprise class 
services. So, uh, yeah, a lot of moving parts. Yeah, there's like no, you know, one common theme, you know, across the board. It just, it just feels like, uh, you know, the, the way that, uh, you know, the pandemic is impacting businesses different just on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, there's definitely no consensus. Like, I mean, the hospitality industry has really gotten slammed. Uh, uh, the hotels, mm-hmm. restaurants, uh, airlines, uh, while other industries have, have been able to hold up better because they're not as dependent on people traveling, on people going out to eat or that sort of thing. Right. Um, so definitely, definitely no consensus there. It really depends on the industry, on the segment, and sometimes it depends on the region. Some regions of the country are, are doing better than other regions of the country. Um, in fact, one of our speakers who didn't show, unfortunately, Christy Salmon from Mediacom, would have stressed that, how uh, the, the Mediacom is seeing a lot different uh, results in Iowa, for instance, than they're seeing in, say, upstate New York. Um, and I think Altice would have went on a little bit about that, how they're seeing a lot of different results in the New York metro area than they're seeing in, say, parts of Texas where they have cable system. So it, it's, there's no one, as you said, there's no one uniform uh, result that's, that's happening right now. I guess one of, the, one of the big unknowns going forward is whether there's another federal stimulus pra- package coming up uh, and, ha- and when that, if it happens and if it does happen, when it'll happen. Because a lot of businesses are just kind of hanging on, waiting for some uh, new aid to be funneled in. And if that aid doesn't come in the next few months, uh, we could see a real change in the business market. And some of the analysts were hinting at that. Um, they were trying to be hopeful about it, but they were hinting that, you know, if, if that package doesn't come through, mm-hmm. this market could really get shaken up. Right. So you just kept thinking on that. I know you, you've been you know trying to think about your forecast. So it sounds like there's a little bit of a see right because you're still waiting for third quarter we're waiting for you know what's going to happen on the stimulus package so right uh, any any additional stimulus so until that happens i mean you're you're kind of in a uh, uh kind of a holding pattern i guess yeah sort of i mean there's some hints about the uh, third quarter bob victor had a couple of hints about it greg williams who was another keynote speaker from uh cowan and company he gave the wall street perspective in the afternoon and he talked about how what he's seeing is that the Q3 numbers are going to be better. And, and so he's hopeful for the, that the second half, the whole second half of the year is going to be better. Um, and he also pointed to the fact that residential broadband is doing really well for cable operators right now and how that will have spillover effects into other areas and sort of help sustain business services, even if business services doesn't get back to the same level of growth that it was uh, prior to this year. Okay. And like any uh, topic or theme or category, it seems like, you know, you can't escape 5G <laughs> right. discussed, right? And I, when I caught uh, one of the panels yesterday, I think both Brian Washburn and Matt Davis talked a little bit about what the role of 5G mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, for, for cable operators. And I think Brian said, you know, the focus could be on, you know, 5G really having a, a, you know, a real role in supplementing wired broadband. Uh, right. And maybe in some cases replacing. Um, and, and, you know, Matt Davis said, hey, you know, this could really open up a new opportunity for like an internet backup. You know, he kind of said, hey, it's like selling insurance, right? If right. you need uh, if you're, you're going to be working from home and you, you absolutely, it's critical, you know, you have some sort of backup, uh, you know, if the wired 
network goes down, you know, it's nice mm-hmm. to have 5G. Uh, I imagine even 4G, I mean, any sort of, uh, you know, cellular backup might be, you know, more important today right. than it was uh, eight months ago. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of, there's a lot of talk about 5G and the potential for business services. We did a whole panel on that at the big 5G event a couple of weeks ago uh, with Brian and, and Matt were both on that one as well. And they were talking about how they can see 5G being used. Actually, probably one of the first use cases is for business services, at least for cable operators um, and private networks, private business networks, private corporate network, campuses and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. It's going to be interesting to see how those use cases develop and whether there's actually uh, uh, money to be made that way. Okay. Yeah. Covered a lot of ground on Tuesday for business services. Mm-hmm. Stay right. Coming up on Thursday. So right. I know you've been kind of teasing things, but uh, any uh, anything else we should be uh, I should be ready to take notes on? <laughs> sure, definitely. <laughs> um, the first panel will be on upgrading the cable architecture. So we're going to hear about a, a wide range of things. We'll hear about Doxus 4.0. We'll hear about the new plans for a flexible Mac architecture that you wrote about, because Curtis Niddle from Cable Labs will be on that panel. Mm-hmm. We'll hear a lot about mid splits and high splits and what operators like Cox and Shaw are planning on that. And we'll talk about um, network virtualization. We'll talk about 5G. We'll talk about automation. Um, just the, the, the wide gamut of things that, uh, that cable operators are working on right now and how the pandemic has affected that, what, what the pandemic has accelerated and what the pandemic has slowed down in terms of uh, upgrade projects. Okay. Well, I'll get my uh, note-taking fingers uh, ready to go and, and look okay. you know, for Thursday. And uh, I hope uh, everybody will be joining us and tune in on Thursday. So thanks, Alan, for uh, yeah, walking us through kind of a uh, review of uh, Tuesday in business services. We'll look forward to the uh, the next chapter on Thursday. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. We'll keep you busy. All right. All right.